Welcome every y'all member with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour and I am joined as always by my wearing an equally creepy shirt as me today, co-host Alexander Volt. Say hello. Hello. Very nice. Very evil. Very evil. Uh, this is every y'all member of the podcast. We're listening to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. That's a whole new discography per episode. And today we'll be discussing every album by The Ruins of Beverest. Ooh. I'm Ooh. sure a lot of you are like, who? who is that? I'm sure many, but this is requested on Patreon by Fresh Memes. Uh, I'm sure that that is that person's birth given Christian name. Hell yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'd never heard of them. I never heard of them either. And yeah, I'm excited to talk about them. I'm so excited to talk about them. Yeah. I, I'm, I feel like this is one of our bands. Yeah. Yeah, it might be. I think so. Before we get into all that, please, uh, if you want to help support us, like the video if you like it, subscribe. You know all this. Listen, I'm not going to do it again. You know what to do. <sighs> but if you can do all that, if you would like to do that, please do that. It helps us. It does. And if you want to really support us, just like Fresh Memes did, it feels weird calling a human being Fresh Memes. I'll call him Fresh Memes. Call him Fresh. I mean, it is spelled with a PH. Fresh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you want to support us in the way he did patreon.com slash every album ever there we got bonus episodes super duper early access to the loose ends episodes you get discounts off merch you get to see our schedule in advance you get to vote on polls to decide who we're covering next we really need to record one of those polls poll episodes pretty soon we have like four winners that we haven't started yet we, we have will. so much homework a lot of homework uh yeah, and, if, and you could also join the Discord where we hang out with our little community here. And uh, you also get to, to throw out suggestions for our shorter, uh, brand new album episodes that we do. I, I started calling them uh, EAE singles. So Singles, I like that. Yeah, one, single album episodes, short, fast, sweet. Uh, it helps us keep things moving. Very you guys get to suggest them for us. Very much on brand. Single. Albums, singles. Yep. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. And if you're tier two, if you're bigger than Jesus, just like fresh over here, you get to suggest these big old, big old long episodes. And I don't, I don't think it's going to be a two hour episode, but these albums sure as shit are pretty long. <laughs> these They're are all the, long. They're some of the longest albums we've ever covered in the entire show. Yes. Oh God. So do there if you go, do there, do there if you want to go that. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, I mean, that's, that's it for plugs for, for now, I suppose. Oh, yeah, there's also Spotify playlist. There's yeah. a pl the playlist. I mean, there's, there's going to be like four songs on it because there's, everything is so lengthy. Oh, I added more than four songs. I, I'm going to add a lot more than four songs yeah. as well. But you can find a link to that in the description. We got plays associated with basically every episode, and you can find all those at everyalmever.com. Okay, so this band, this man, rather. Yes. This is a guy more than a band, and... I have some notes here Ale from Alexander Von uh, Mylan Mylanvald. I think it's Mylanvald. You said that way better than I could have. I, I believe it is because he is German. Yes. And uh, we got some notes here from our history guy, Tom Osmond. Please follow him on all and social that's media. Pretty much what we're going on because there is not much about this. Not this much, month, so. but he did bring us some yes. notes with some interviews. So follow yes. him at, at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Tom Osmond sounds as well as his Substack, sub Tom Osmond.substack. Sub, I can't talk. Substack.com. And don't forget his debut album, So Much for All Day's Work, which you can find all the links to all those in the description. I have an EP too, EP as well. I can't talk. Listen, dude. It's not your day. It's so hot. I'm sweating already. I'm so I thought it cracking, was. Cracking I thought, hey, it's night outside yep. the sun's yep. going down i'll be okay that was that was a lie as mike fiddles dude with the it took seconds for me to overheat i, <laughs> I was fine all goddamn day in here i'm glad we're on the 
It's just strictly me coming into the room. Today. What? This 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 whole giant room can handle one human being yes, at, at a time. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Uh, I have an EP as well. There's a link to that in the description as well, and it's cool and fun. And do that. I'm but, gonna fix my headphones so you do that. Okay, uh, I'm already I'm already done. But yeah, yeah so Alexander Vaughn, I think Mylan Vald, and uh, I mean he has a, a, whole, a whole bunch of pseudonyms. There's a what is his other main pseudonym? Alexander Fron, Fron, Fron. Uh, but Mylan Vald, I think, is the way to go. Yes. I, I, if it, it if it's pronounced not that way, there's gonna be one really annoying episode for people who know how to pronounce it. But. Uh, this is ah, fuck out the hold on. <laughs> um, he did play in a band before this, which I guess was prominent in the black metal community called uh, Oh, N- N- Nagelfar, 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 Nagelfar. Yeah, we mispronounced that for sure. They were active for almost like 10 years. Yeah, good. So I'm sure. Fans of black metal um, may be familiar. Also, like what this uh, what this man had to say about um, black metal and the scene when we when we get to his his interviews. Yeah, it's interesting. It's super interesting. He, he seems like a really uh, gloomy and dark, morose kind of guy. But, I like him just fine, but but also like. He's not like one of these annoying like purists, and even yes. though he's been there for a long time. Yeah. He's he's very much about advancing and evolving the genre without being an asshole. Oh, and he is doing that with these albums. Th- th- he is doing that. This this is bands like I. So first of all, I fucking love this band. Yeah, and uh, I didn't know how I was going to feel going to. I had a good feeling that they were going to be good. Just we listened to like twelve seconds of one song like months ago when it was <laughs> first requested. Like, let's do it. I said this is gonna be this is probably gonna be fun. Love them, and this is why like I love extreme metal and black metal. Like I'm not a huge black metal guy, but I when I hear th- hear it done like this mm-hmm. along with like Alter Plagues, I'm like I do like black metal quite a bit. It just I like the more evolved modern version of it more so than like I like the classic stuff a little bit, but yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah, this was um, punishing at times. Yes. But um, there are a a few albums like I really love and I think they're like damn near masterpieces. So, oh, wow. And I know I don't want to like build it up and then have someone listen to it. But like, uh, that's just how I feel about it. A few albums. They're really fucking good, and and some of them, uh, god damn it! I started this 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 band out on a, on a low note, and I and I I say that as a purely spiritual, emotional low point because I was in just a, a rotten mood, just a, a really low, depressed mood when I put on the first album, mm-hmm. and that is not a thing you want to listen to when you're feeling bad. It, oh my god! It. it it destroyed me. I felt so fucking like I, like, I don't want to be alive anymore, dude. This is, and I enjoyed it. I liked the album. You know, it just made me feel like shit. An hour and eight minutes really isn't that long. But if you're, you're already in that mood. Um, Cause for me, it was like the opposite where it felt like an eternity. Oh, really? Yeah. But uh, yeah, certain, certain, I mean, the stuff here is, 
really long. Every, yeah. the, the shortest album is an hour and eight minutes, yeah. basically. And the longest is like an hour and a half or an hour 20, something like that. Yeah, I uh, was uh, I was beaten into submission. Definitely. But as, as they kept going on, the, uh, there's a thing with, with this pod where we have to judge each <clears throat> album or uh, each band, rather based on like what what's the best for that band what am i like what am i enjoying about this band and you kind of get you, you you fall into this little uh relative scale with that particular band and i forget sometimes when i hear stuff like this certain songs like fuck yeah and i can't even control it's a reflex i have to crank it and i fucking start moving with it. that doesn't really happen that often yeah. when i think about it like in the, the grand scope of like all the stuff we listen to if the if a band makes me fucking do that it's it's it, it's few and far between. Yes. Holy shit. This is some intense, intense, brutal, really, really soul crushing and depressing black slash doom. Yes. God. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's quite the journey. And I, I was pleased where where I ended and well, not like his, but like where I stood on the band and <laughs> yeah. like. His most recent output, which we'll we'll get to, but for sure. Uh, so but yeah, I think it's kind of a shame he's not talked about more. It's insane. It, I mean, but what can be compared to him that is? Well, I. <laughs> One day, one day, I'm gonna do a black metal episode and not bring up Deaf Heaven. There's no reason. Def Heaven hasn't taken this guy out on tour. Except well, maybe travel and visa and and uh, pandemic reasons. Maybe, yeah. But outside of that. Yeah, because well, they, first of all, they don't sound anything like them. They're very no. such different bands, but no, but I think they like on the same bill would be killer. It would be amazing. I don't know about these days with Def Heaven not really being black metal anymore, at least for the time being. But like, oh man. I can't believe I missed this show. Uh, like Zeal and Ardor is on tour with Imperial Triumphant. Like, oh, uh, tri- uh, it's not Triumphant. Or I forgot what it's how the those two bands don't sound any. You're, no, you're right. Triumphant. Yeah, I was wrong. They don't sound anything like each other, but they're this perfect in like like an odd bedfellow sort of way of like yeah, we're playing this different kind of metal. Let's just stick together. And one is far more accessible than the other. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why Zeal's headline. <laughs> yeah. I, I love I love Zeal. But the, right. the, the other Imperial Triumphant, man, like that is a band that I, I love on the surface and respect the hell out of. But I only heard the the, yeah. the last, not the not the most recent one. Was it the first album? What was the debut? Uh, no, was it? it may have been like their second. Yeah. But the one that came out a couple of years ago. Yeah. Man. That's some abrasive shit. And I like abrasive shit, but God damn. It's fucking nutty. It's yeah. insane. It's absolutely insane. So I think like Zeal would be another good choice for, for, uh, yeah. And well, that's another thing. Her, like her, how, how often does this dude play live? Cause I mean, he is a one man band, but I'm, there, there's, I'm sure I know what's happened. Yeah. There, there's no way this guy hasn't played like road burner festival. Is that what it's called? The like, I think awesome metal festival. Yeah. And, um, it's road burn. Yeah. Road burn, not burner. Uh, like there's no way he hasn't played that festival or like psycho Las Vegas. Psych- that'd be a good place for him to play. Psycho Las Vegas, man. That's some grimy shit right there. 
I, a lot of good bands though. Yes, yes. So uh, <laughs> off the top of my head, that's that's what I would do if I if I put together tours, which I don't. Yeah. Just now we have to just become agents and make this guy known. <laughs> I, I, I don't. So I so he's from Germany. Apparently, he's from uh, was it North Rhine Westphalia, Westphalia, which is a. Uh, Currently, the part of Germany where our, our history boy Tom lives. There we go. Which is a very neat coincidence. And also, he's a fan of this. He, this is the first time he heard them as well. Now he's a fan. Yeah. So that just seems to be the thing. Like, no one's heard them or heard him, but we all kind of need to. Yeah. If extreme music is your thing. It's, and, and I mean extreme. Yeah. This is pretty extreme. And you're not like one of those like purists who thinks like death metal needs to sound like it was recorded in a bedroom on like... Or aren't shit or black metal is or, more like that yeah, thing. Death metal. Sorry, yeah. black. Yeah, yeah, black. Yeah, where they. Oh God. I'm gonna blame everything on the heat today. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna blame it all on Varg from <laughs> from fucking Bursum, like because he's like a, a perfect example of like the, it was pure. This has to be it had to be this way, and no, everyone was just copying the next person. It's like first of all, you're a psychopath. Second, like anybody with that mentality where you're not, you don't believe in expanding and growing a genre and evolving and like, what the f- then get That's the fuck out of art. What the hell's wrong with you? Part of why it's kind of dead. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. There's not enough bands really innovating it, uh, innovating upon it, I guess. Or maybe there are a bunch and I just don't know because I d- honestly, admittedly, do not dive that deep into black metal. Someone take this man out on tour. Please. Love God. In America. So, we said uh, several times he's a multi-instrumentalist and he's the one-man show here. And boy, can he do it. Oh, hell yeah. Because in that band that we can't pronounce, uh, Nigel, Nigel Farr, Nigel Farr uh, he was a drummer. Yeah. And that's one thing about black metal is typically the drummers are kind of the best members, mm-hmm. at least for like, you know, tight black metal bands. And this is no different. He is a fucking machine. Yes. he And it's not like a... Um I, I feel like we've listened to other projects or bands where um, they do like extreme music and their first record, they don't have like a band. So then they use, you know, like MIDI or, mm-hmm. or electronics and then you listen to it and it sounds a little too perfect. Yeah. Not really the case here. No, there are plenty of things that don't sound good, but it's not, yeah. it's not, you, you, there's some sloppiness, but it doesn't really feel like his performing. That's mm-hmm. like the problem is, is a, we'll talk more about it. Uh, so still active last album, uh, was released fairly recently. I wish we could have heard it in time for our last year's episode. Yes. <clears throat> but first album came out 2004, uh, most recent album, 2021. <clears throat> and uh, I hope he releases more, but it might be a while because he, uh, you know. You know, it's, it's, t- it's hard. Looks like there's some gaps in there. Pretty so, big yeah. gaps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for well, at least like chunks, good chunks. Uh, so I guess we, we might as well jump in if I'm not forgetting anything. There's yeah. not really much history. We just we basically covered everything. There's not. There's very few interviews. Uh, there's really nothing. Yep, we we covered it and we just gave him our seal of approval. So <laughs> you're welcome. All right, all right. So this is uh, 2004's Unlock the Shrine. They know who I am. <laughs> they got my shield. Don't you get it? <laughs> nice and cheery. The eyes. I was Go ahead. amazed how good this sounded. I was surprised at how bad it sounded. <laughs> I, no. I, 
at first, I was like, yeah. this is, oh, this is a little bit rough. This is, cause it, yeah. I was, I was expecting clean, like, I mean, he gets there, mm-hmm. but it, this is like, oh, this is like a dude recording it by himself. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But also, this is fucking rad. This riff alone. There's a lot of good riffs on this album. Oh, yeah. Lots of times they're buried under cacophonous noise. But Indeed. Weirdly, like, indie-sounding riff. Yeah, and it's it's funny, like, um, I feel like he gets darker from here and then kind of makes a return to those more, like, indie or or maybe goth roots yeah, later. You never feel like he's uh, pigeonholing himself. So this song is, how long is the song? Like eight uh, minutes? Yes, yes. And it's considered one of the shortest songs of his discography? Probably, yes. And things pick up around three, three and a half minutes. Yes. If you want to jump to three and a half, just to like, because so there's people, no way to ever cover okay. what this band sounds like. Three. Same song, a few minutes in. Just to prove to people it's not, it's not poser music. Yeah, yeah. And even then, this is like, man, this is this is very cool. I like this song a lot. I don't even know when the vocals come in. I have no idea. Yeah. It's just they're in there somewhere. Yeah. You can kind of take a guess how they sound for the most part. Some synths. So there is vocals in this band and it's very black metal-y. They're just very sparse because the albums are so big and long. Um, yeah. Also, later later on, I felt like the guitar solo was very like triumphant sounding, even though it's doom and gloom there was a lot of really uplifting hopeful sections in i mean not just this album but a lot of them were you're getting destroyed by these in that song fucking depressed the hell out of me but then you get these little moments of of, of like light in there which is it it's nice uh but this album did make me feel like absolute dirt when i first mm-hmm. heard it like and, and it maybe not so much on multiple listens but uh this is a, it's exhausting. It, it hurts. <laughs> this is a painful fucking album, <laughs> and the quality, the, the production on it, the, the shitty production, really helps it. Well, helps that thing rather. It it's way scarier and way creepier. The shittier it sounds, which I think is, I think most people kind of would agree with that. I w- I wouldn't want to go below this level of shitty. Though. No. This is, no, this, you wouldn't, yeah, and yeah. we do. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But go ahead, you you, you give me something. Um, yeah, I think there there's lots of interesting things on here for a black metal thing. We get to the title track. Uh, the drums are a little overbearing. Yeah, but you get some like electronic instruments or samples. I'm Interesting not... stuff. Yeah, 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 some kind of samples. I can't tell what it is. Like around five forty five, there's. Um, when it goes like full black metal and fast, there's some really weird things in that mix. Yeah, little noises that I can't I can't finger. 
And then I don't know when I'm ever going to work it in, but uh, I don't know why Lord of the Rings. Uh, it's always funny to me when Gimli goes and they call it a mine. <laughs> uh, so the way- song of the mine is what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, That's all fucking rules, by the way. Because there's Terminator drums and also there's some singing towards the end yeah. that made me think of dwarves. So I was like. That's how dwarves would sing. It is. A lot of, I mean, he does it a lot. There's a lot of medieval sounding stuff. Very, uh, I mean, it's not uncommon with black metal, I guess. But it's like, it's like a Gregorian chant style stuff. Really Mm. harmonized. And the shittier the production, the creepier those vocals sound. (laughs) I like those vocals way more on these earlier albums than I do when they, when we get them like, you know, with good production. The mine, I think, is is a fantastic closer. I, I White Abyss, which is like another. So that song, that song's fucking crazy because there's like space lasers. So in between every real song is an is like an ambient transition song yeah. that always goes on for too long. They're all like fucking three four minutes for a transition track, which feels like, I mean, it feels like overkill. I don't mind a couple of them, especially on this one where this was like my first introduction and it kind of felt unrelentless. And I, I walked away from this like, oh, man, if this was a 40 minute album, a lot of them, I, I, I know like, OK, album should have ended here and it would be fucking amazing. Yes, <laughs> they go on. They go on. Yes. But some of the transition stuff I don't mind, like uh, God Sent No Sign is pretty creepy. And they're really good at the scary sounds. Really good at making uh, flanger effects creepy. Yeah. It's kind of like a trademark throughout. Yeah. And I think my favorite of those little tracks is uh, Cellar Tunes, which sounds exactly like you're in a cellar and it's pretty fucking creepy and it's short. It's also short. But as I was saying earlier, white abyss, the closer is one of those tracks, which feels like, come on, dude. Like if the mine was an awesome closer and a great big song, end it with that. Don't yeah. end it with this fucking pew, noise. Pew, pew. Yeah. Come I'm, on. I'm over exaggerating. They're not pew pew laser noises, but, but still, yeah, you felt the pew pew. Therefore, what's the difference? <laughs> uh, but it, yeah, it's, it's a good album. It's uh there's parts of it that, that still feel pretty, um, I don't know, undeveloped, underdeveloped, mm-hmm. especially mostly in the writing and like the chords and it just feels like, all right, that's like a standard progression there. The, the more we go on, the more unusual they get, the more unpredictable they get and, and kind of creative. I think I did get like second wind though. And even though I was exhausted, I think once uh clocks groaning circles comes on. Oh yeah. Clock hands groaning circles. Yeah. Um, I was just like, man, he's like, doing like middle eastern riffs yep uh it's there's some like more doom parts oh and yeah toward toward like the set in the second half onward yeah, yeah. and also i think <laughs> doom this speaks more to my soul than uh and black metal yeah so whenever there's like doom parts i'm always like fuck yeah brother i think i don't I've, i think i've learned with this band i don't have a particular preference i just prefer that you keep mixing it up yeah like i i'll throw those curveballs dude when there's a big heavy doom section that's going on for a while and then the fucking black metal blasting comes in, I'm like, I'm like, yes. And the same exact vice versa. If it's like going black metal for a while and yeah. it slows it down and gets real heavy, same feeling. Um, procession of pawns. Yeah. That is like, I don't know why I thought of ELO, but I did. It's funny you thought of ELO because I thought it sounded like the kind of thing that would play during 
like a Disney movie during like the villain solo. Yeah. It's it's that goofy. Yeah, like hell hellacious goofy. Yeah. It doesn't feel yeah. scary at all. It feels like yeah. theatrical scary. It's, yes. It's yes. it's, it's kind of silly. And it's, it's four minutes, which is I think fucking insanely long for for that kind of thing. And then oh man, like summer decapitation ritual. Yeah. Fucking wonderful song titles. <laughs> yes. At some point, and I can't describe how, and I should have time stamped it, that turns into there's something where I'm like, this sounds like a harmony like Kanye West would use. Really? Is it during the, the full on medieval part? Or like towards maybe towards the end? Maybe not, because that's around because that's around three minutes in when it goes all yeah I mean, like, like towards the end i'm just like there is something more like upbeat it's it's always dark is it during the black metal section i mean like the fast blasting black metal section because that's on the final third of and these songs are that long we have to cut them yeah, up into yeah. chunks yeah i just i because sh- yeah these are very long also i'm stupid i was listening to it on youtube so it's not Oh, right. The best for timestamps. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I this wrote, I'm all for this turning into a Kanye West song with metal guitars. I'd be very against that. <laughs> very against that. Well, you know, good Kanye, not not new Kanye. I don't even like good Kanye. I'm all, I'm all mm. right. It's just not for me, baby. It's just not for me. I mean, I guess you dodged a bullet there, but. I think so. But yeah, just like crazy diversity, but never like in a way that's abrasive or like, Hey, this doesn't belong here. Yeah. It all except, flows. Except for maybe, you know, the ELO. Yeah. Yeah. And then Disney the, villain and, the, thing. and the pew pews at the end, <laughs> but it is a, it is the most, uh, black metal, black metal sounding album. I think <clears throat> out of all of them, especially that guitar tone, that flimsy thin ass guitar tone. Like that is, it's super black metal sounding. Yes. More so than I think uh, any of them. Um, but a good a good album, and uh, yeah, it'll it'll bum me out if you're uh, <laughs> sensitive to that kind of stuff. Uh, but it, but a cool opener, yeah, or debut rather, yeah, yeah. Dec- decent introduction, maybe not the best, but a decent introduction. I knew I liked it already. I wasn't that worried after hearing this. Like if this gets, I don't think it's gonna get worse than this, and I, I don't mind this at all. So I was I was I was I think I was excited after this. Mm-hmm. But we on to the follow up. Also, you're wrong because you didn't give it anything. So, obviously, <laughs> well, there is a couple exceptions, and honestly, I think this is that I do like it. It's up there with like one of the ones I like the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, even though I, there's, a, there's stuff that I think is objectively better, I like it less okay. than this album. But this next one is uh, the long one, the longest album, I believe. Pretty sure this is a. Uh, this an hour twenty. Yes, an, an hour, hour twenty. This is a lengthy album. By the way, uh, half of these, only half of these, are streaming. The first album uh, that we just talked about, Unlock a Shrine, that is not streaming. This one is streaming. Uh, well, for the ones that aren't, go on YouTube, go on Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Support the guy. He has. There's a deal on Bandcamp where you could buy all his entire discography for like thirty bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the price of one vinyl record. Yeah. So help a brother out, but. Here we are, 2006, Rain Upon the Impure. This is going to take a while. Oh, shit. I should This song is 13 minutes, should've. and it is the shortest of all the songs. <laughs> For some reason, I thought it picked up 
fat. It picks. It doesn't pick up as slow as the rest, but I, yeah. it's still a still a minute. Should I fast forward? It's gonna. I mean, it's just mostly ambience. Uh, it's gonna marinate on that. No, let's 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 leave it. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. That's a guitar, by the way. That's that's a guitar. We're in the month of October. We can listen to spooky. Yeah. Spooky things. Yes. This is extremely appropriate for Halloween. Hey, by the way, folks, this is how the whole album sounds. I was like, is this a mistake? I thought it was a mistake. (laughs) Is this the first album? (laughs) I thought it was a mistake. Usually bands (laughs) sound better. I can't even, in good conscience, leave more of the song on. But I want want it to play because this song is so good. It's fucking it's noise. So while this is playing, uh, the last album was recorded apparently by Narl, a single named fellow, G N A R L, and they're both in a band, uh, Graupel, Graupel together, G R A U P E L. But there's like no evidence of of my involved being in that band. It's yeah. just uh, not a lot of info on these bands. But. There's also no no info on this album. Shocker. It's such a good riff if you could fucking kind of tell what it is. It's so good. And the drums are even better than before. All right. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. Worst, least favorite. Same. And it's such a fucking good album. Like, the songs are so good. Most of them, anyway. Maybe. But holy shit, this is, I think, the worst sounding album I've ever heard. <laughs> Possibly the worst. I just, well, I don't know. I didn't pick up on the good songwriting the way you did. Dude, I was like, the it, songs are so rad. I was like, it sounds bad. And I think it sounds less innovative than the previous album. I thought it was a, a very good step forward, which bummed me out that I couldn't even enjoy it because of how bad it sounds. Like if there someone was like, these are actually like the demos or like the first. I 100 percent believe that that it's I mean, the demos sound better than this shit. It's it's so bad. And it's not just all muffled and shitty like how you heard it at certain at various points. It's that plus just a wall of noise and screams and, and really echoing screams. And sh- and you really have to work to even hear what's being played, which sucks. Yeah. It's just such a bummer. Um, yeah, it's vi- like unrelenting, like bad sounding black metal screams. Yeah. Uh, I kind of got on board with Blood Vaults. Blood Vaults is cool. Uh, it's man, that's like the first of the many sequels of Blood Vaults that we will get. Yes, like that's the first time we get some like crunchy riffs. Some, yeah, some doom. Uh, you know, it's not unrelenting blasting going on there. There's some some choir stuff. Yeah, the choir stuff. Also, I also like the choir stuff and the 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 chanting stuff on this one too because again, it it feels creepier. It's not the most pleasant thing in the world, but I think it's very cool. Uh, 
And I, I got time stamps for this one, though. I know it's around four and a half, right, for Blood Vaults, where some, some Gregorian chants start popping in there. Uh, that one, I didn't write. Uh, oh, actually, sure. Let's let's do it. Um, like... Not the particularly like the choir part, but like around here, it kind of feels like you're like transcending like above everything. Yep, I remember this for quite a bit. Ooh. This is fucking cool. <laughs> and it sounds like it's recorded in a mile-long tunnel. Yes. Or some people would call it a mind. a mind. I'm over here cracking myself up like a, a fucking psychopath. <laughs> yeah, I love that part. I love that part. I love that it's part. a cool part, and I like the song a lot. And I've... <laughs> I, I'm surprised you, you can't appreciate the greatness that is the fucking soliloquy of the stigmatized shepherd. No. God, these song titles. No, I guess. Love that song. I guess those are the two good songs. Dude, that song fucking rules, man. That is, that is a good ass doom. Aside from the, I mean, it really is ruined by this recording. And um, that's another song that has like a happier section, like around five minutes. It goes into this. It almost sounds like rumble. I, I didn't write. I got around the t- this is how long is around the 10 minute mark. Yeah. Let's I'm going to hit you with some of that because I think this was like my favorite part. So you have the brutal blasts and stuff and then you get. Oh, Ooh. Of course, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's just so shitty. <laughs> it's what I got to work with. I love it. I mean, I think it's great. I thought it picked up a lot faster. Should have. I mean, these songs are literally yeah. 15 minutes yeah. each. Or maybe it's just like. And then we're back. It's brief. Yeah. Dude, that's just like, it's just a cool idea for this type of extreme music. Every song is a fucking roller coaster because that, so that song alone. So it starts out with like, and I say start out relatively, the main chunk, the the first main chunk is just the best black metal riff ever. It's just so fucking good. And then around five minutes, it goes into the riff that literally sounds like the song Rumble, which Mm -hmm. is crazy. And then around eight minutes is when the speed kicks in and all the mm-hmm. black metal stuff comes in. And then uh, that thing happens around 10 minutes, 12 minutes. It gets fucking catchy and upbeat. It, 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 it's a whole journey. It's a whole journey. And it all sounds like dick. Yes. And it's such a good song, but it's so hard to enjoy. It's so hard to enjoy. You know, we. Uh, fuck, my brain is mush. Uh, we did DRI and they re-recorded a lot of their songs. Yes. If Ruins or Alexander or whatever he wants to call himself wants yes. to re-record these songs, I'm all for that. I would be, I would be ecstatic. Yeah. But, so we're most you you don't care much for the song, but I'm I'm talking mostly shit about the the production quality. But the reason this is worst 
is not just because of the recording quality. It, it is the length. Oh my god, the length. The, and yeah, I just think like outside of those two songs, there's really not like a lot of innovative things going on the way like I don't think that first album is perfect by any means, but at the very least, you're like you're doing something. Yeah. You're doing something interesting here. Yeah. Here, even though I love the first three epic songs, uh, the the rest, like Soil, Soil of Incestuous and the title track, and uh, I guess those are the last two. Those two, it's only two songs, but God damn it. There are 30 minutes. It's thir- it's a 30, <laughs> plus the, the transition track. Was it uh, Balna, Kel, and Bleak? Balna, Bal- oh, can't say. Balna Kel the Bleak. That's over a half hour of just the final chunk of album. Yes. And if you cut out that entire half hour, you get a very cool 50 minute album that sounds like shit. Yes. You add on that 30 minutes, you get the worst album. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. It's a bummer. But not really. You you know from hearing an album that sounds this terrible that they can't possibly stay like this. Like there's no. What happened? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I want to think these were like early recordings that this for some reason were released after the debut for some reason. Maybe, maybe. Uh it's I I'm purely assuming. We have no yeah. idea. Uh our boy Tom, he he says uh this is from Tom. He says, I can't find any credits, so I have to assume that Mylon Vol did everything that would fit with this hilarious comment someone left on Discogs, which is, this is the quote on Discogs. Why is a production such utter shite on this album, especially compared to the others with a, a fucking straight face emoji? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is like a, a weird uh, sore thumb in the discography. It just sounds, I don't think I've ever heard an album that's, that sounds as bad. Like, honestly. I, demos included. Even like mayhem and they all sounded better they all sounded better than this this is insane yeah. it's it's almost like he tried to make it sound unlistenable i don't i feel like i've heard like mayhem tracks that sound awful if you're if, if you're counting live stuff sure but yeah the studio stuff that i've heard it's not great but it, it's you can hear what's happening <laughs> this is really hard uh anyway both of our worst and least favorites for all the reasons you heard but we have plenty more to talk about so let's move on yes we need to cover the funniest album title Dude, ever it's the so that was the worst sounding album we ever heard this is the best sounding album title we've ever heard even uh, tom noted that yeah uh, and i guess i have to apologize to neutral milk hotel fans for like being like, what is this guy's obsession with semen? He's that, a fucking weirdo. That's mostly you saying that. That's me. So that's why I said me. <laughs> also, there's no fans of that band watching this episode right now. I'll tell you that. That'd be great if there was. <laughs> I respect them a lot more. <laughs> if those fucking dork fans actually had open mind to listen to this shit, I would love them. But they don't. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is <laughs> fucking just making enemies. This is 2009's. Fallow semen of a sheltered elite. Way better. Way better. Way better. Except we get these goofy ass sung vocals now. (laughs) Some of his vocals, pretty funny. Yes. The cleaner they get, the goofier they get. Very goofy. This is why I said the bad production helped these kinds of vocals. Yes, watch. Um. On the album Tom got quotes for, 
I saw he said he likes to record his vocals drunk. I yep. don't know if that was just for one album or every album. Every album. I'm pretty sure it's every album. That would explain a lot. I want to get to that quote yeah. when we get to it. It's great. But it's so fucking awesome to hear it sound full the way you know he had it in him. Yes. Seems like he had a very uh, talented person who mastered this here. Yeah, we'll talk about it when uh, it gets a little quieter. Yeah. But I yeah, th- I don't think we I got th- to any any vocals on the past two albums. No, it's just, that's how they weren't like this. They were they were black metal. Just so you guys know. But yeah, I I love this big epic opening after that fucking oh yeah, dude, awful gloom recording. I want to at least get to the doom section up here. I think it comes in pretty quickly. I mean, arguably this is the most listenable thing we've yeah. <laughs> But like this solo, that's it's not a black metal solo. It's not, but it's fucking great. It's so good. It's clearly using an octave pedal with it too. God damn. Oh man. I kinda wanna just fast forward like, to six oh, oh shit shit to around was I got what happened? I, uh, I I stepped on the cord. Oh, I was shit. Just, well might as well just put it like around six minutes in. Yes. Because Anyways. That's when uh more the more doom starts kicking in. I'm keep it keep it low because I got it. Yeah, this. yeah, I got you. I'm yeah, it was rocking out too hard. Dude, got too into it. Got, too- <laughs> got way too into it. Um, Overcome with the joy. Glad your hand was on the fader. You ready? Uh yeah. Yeah, six yeah. minute mark. Okay, there we go. Same song, but again, doesn't feel like a black metal riff. No. Or Doom riff, really. Still no vocal. <laughs> really? The- <laughs> It's impossible to find them, honestly. It's like a werewolf, though, with the with the vocals. Yeah. Where's Mylan Valdo? Oh, I see what you did there. All right, all right, okay. So we played enough of that song without getting to anything in the song because it's so fucking long. Yeah. Uh, so I think this is a cool album. I was a little disappointed by the writing. Were you a little bit? I think it's a, I think it's a cool album. And it's the, obviously the best produced at this point by a fucking thousand miles. But I think it was like it's one of the we. I, I would actually give this worst if the last album didn't sound so bad. Interesting. Yeah. If uh, yeah, <clears throat> I was like, oh boy, I I hope they have better albums because I feel like a big old hypocrite if I'm gonna give this. Uh, like I. This got me back into it. I was feeling a little, little. You're, you're a little worried. Yeah, yeah. I, understandably, that's literally one of the hardest albums to listen to. And then this is very listenable. So you, you hinted that this is mastered by HL, which is I don't know how to pronounce that name. Heino Leja, 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 H E I N O, and last name is L E J A, who apparently 
Well, goddamn, the, the eclectic nature of this person's work. So Prodigy, Motorhead, Carl Cox, Green Day, Busta Rhymes, Lou Reed, Scooter, Limp Biscuit, and Einstein is oh, fuck man. Einsterzend. Neubotten. Neubotten. <laughs> We're going to cover them, goddammit. I, I need to learn how to pronounce that fucking name. Yeah, Blix's, not, ba- Blix's band. I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Good band. Crazy band. But also impossible to pronounce. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. So, it sounds great, obviously. Uh, but I don't, I don't, di- okay. I don't, I only dislike, I think, one song, which is uh, Gods and Sanguined uh, Bestiaries, Bestiaries, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the only song I don't care so much for that's where the funny clean vocals are at or the first oh yeah i mean yeah they're on here there's a i don't really love any of the clean vocals on this album so much uh but there are some genuinely like anthemic moments that i think are pretty cool anthemic moments whatever i was surprised at uh kane's oh countenance yeah countenance fell uh it's this slow evil stuff dude it's fucking brutal usually i'm not a fan of these like these like cheesy midi keyboard yeah. things in metal like it always sounds weak to me they kind of work on that song he knows how to make them work yeah. i i love the way he does them almost all the time that song is some of the most hideous brutal gross thing things i've ever heard it's mm-hmm. such a fucking abrasive song uh my favorite song on the album and where i believe truly deeply that the album should have ended what's that the restless mills mm, yeah that's oh my uh, god so good yes um you throw black metal guitar solos over a big like drum tom beat yep. like i'm i'm sold i this i love good good tom beat it's and, uh, it's so it has a wonderful build up to the uh, end it, it the final section is really moving yeah especially because metal on the drums are so like symbol heavy yeah that if you're able to pull off these big like booming things and still be brutal is wonderful yes wonderful wonderful wonderful. uh but after that man i still like the songs that come on after it they're just it's just completely how long is this album this is another (laughs) they're all fucking long but uh i I could probably pull it up right here i thought the closer was actually uh yeah, I don't have the length on this one. I don't have a length either, but goddamn, that closer is 15 minutes long. The I, song before it is nine <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, like one bum track on these albums is going to really bring it, does. it down. It does. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the closer was <laughs> kind of perfect. I think I like at this point, I just like bought into his philosophy of super long album. I d- absolutely did as well. At a certain point, I'm like, oh, that was only an hour. Huh? We ran by. But that, I do like that closer. What is it? Uh, Arcane Pharmacon Messiah. Yes. God damn. These, yes. these song titles are a fucking mouthful. I, but at this ahead. point, I still think the first album is more diverse, more interesting things yeah. happening. But God damn, I thought this was like sleek and I fun's not the right well fun no. for me. But enjoyable, but maybe enjoyable, not yeah. the most fun thing ever. Yeah. Uh I knew it was a sign of good things to come. Uh, I knew there was hope for me, even though I was like, I don't love this band. I like the, I like them for sure. But th- I was I I knew there was more. This wasn't it for me. Yeah. Uh but well we were I, right. It does get better. Things get better. Does get better. And here we are. This is the follow-up. By the way, there is the sequel of Blood Vaults on this album. 
Um, it's called our Des- despots cleanse the Levant. Uh, and that is also a cool song, but now we have the album blood vaults. This is uh two, two thousand. Ugh, God damn it. Just these names are insane. This is almost a, a funnier name than this album. <laughs> this is 2013's blood vaults, the blazing gospels of Heinrich Kramer. Is this the first track? No, I oh, thank s- Christ. Yeah, no, that that was that should have been cut. That first track should have been cut, in my opinion. This is like there's lots lots of chanting throughout the discography. Yep. Ooh, this is creepy. It's fucking cool. It's very so cool. Fucking cool. What's this guy? Hein- Heinrich looks like he's been through some things on the album cover. If that's who Heinrich is, then cool boy. It's been a rough one. Oh, this is doomy as fuck. This, to me, is an example of... Um... Like, one of the better brutal songs. Yeah. We finally got some harsh vocals. There we go. We found vocals. That's not even how they sound all the time. No. Sometimes they're like the shrieky stuff. Sometimes they're full guttural. He does have some range. This guy has a lot of tools, yeah. but he manages to keep it in this like world he's created. Yeah. What a great song. This is actually one of the few moments in the whole album where we get fast drops, too. This is not a very fast album. No, no. So this is an interesting section. Because his vocals are doing something extremely rhythmic. Mm -hmm. But because of all the delay and how harsh it is it sounds like he's just flubbling all over everything just barking but it's really rhythmic yeah this is great all right so we got an idea that's a very fucking cool song yes this i think well this is without a doubt in my Opinion right now. Our, this is like the Doom album. This is like the his most Doom album. Yeah. This is a super slow. This one I fucking s- beats it down, dude. The song after that, Melifisa. Um. Uh, yeah, that is a, a solid Doom track. Yep. I don't even know if I'd call it black metal. Yeah. Um. Really, really nice clean intro to that one. They do dabble in a lot of cleans too. We just they're just they're just yeah. in there. Um, I like, but before we move on to that, from that song and Maleficent, Maleficent, Malefica, Maleficent, I don't know if I can know, whatever, uh, the sung vocals, uh, are heavily affected. Sound like they're underwater with a whole bunch of effects on it. It's so cool. It's a great sound. It's a very cool, creepy sound. Uh, and when he does weird, uh, odd stuff like that, it, it, I like it so much more than just a straight sung thing. I agree. Yeah. Especially with this whole vibe and this. Yeah. I agree, because then we get ornaments on Malice. Yeah. 
And yeah, that comes out swinging. But then you get these like churchy, almost like uh, Al Cisneros. Uh, Oh, Cisneros. Cisneros. uh, Like his band, Ohm. Uh, great band, awful name because it's generic. Almost like those kind of vocals. Yeah, very, very. Oh, I wrote down Omi, not not as in the band Omi, but as in Omi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you, re- it really like runs the the gamut of like everything he does well. He, he utilizes his toolbox quite efficiently, I would say. Also, Even though I don't actually love everything on here. No, it's yeah. Again it's not perfect but there's just like i don't know there's enough to keep you going yeah there's nothing i there's not a single song in here that i would say is a bad song it's just the as a whole because you kind of have to judge all these as a whole because they're so (laughs) taxing yeah uh it just it just didn't stick with me as much as the rest i did like at this point it was like okay this is definitely the best it's ever been yeah it's still a very fucking good album um like the wailing city i'm like are those horns or is that like some sort of sample on that song around when i think in the opening oh yeah i I mean i know it's like i really like the 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 guitar tone in the opening but i don't know what the fuck is happening that makes let me see some of that pitch let me see spires the wailing yeah I love that guitar tone. And if if you take away like what he's playing, it's basically like a surf tone. Oh yeah, yeah. There's the uh, who did you you bought up like some surfing guitar guitar guy earlier? Did I? I forgot. (laughs) God damn it! Seems I forgot. Dick Dale. Dick no, Dale. I didn't bring him up, but he is a surf guy. Yeah, yeah. I guess there's not horns, or maybe the opening's like 20 minutes. I, How I, long is this song? <laughs> this is a, this is not a short song either. This is a 13-minute song. Yeah, So yeah. it's possible that it's just a little bit yeah, yeah, further yeah. in. Uh, God. That, this is a really hard band to talk about unless we have like a thousand timestamps, and we have timestamps, just not enough. Uh, the, I mean, God, they're so fucking... Exhausting. Failed exorcism. More chanting, as there should be. More fifteen minutes. <laughs> but that song does go super duper tribal. It's really, yeah, yeah. really good. The sung vocals, I think, are a little goofy. Uh, but it's a cool. Around four minutes in, it's a very cool section, though. I think this album does stumble a bit after that. I get it, but I like it. So there's a couple of things. Um, it's in that song of failed exorcism. It's one of the few songs that goes full black metal, along with mm-hmm. ordeal, which is a legitimate three minute black metal song which is some of the shortest songs that is the shortest full song in the entire discography it isn't it's amazing i couldn't even believe it was there i was just like why is trial and ordeal too so this honestly and you know what even if he made it one song i think it'd still be it'd still be the shortest regular (laughs) song uh but so those like the only noticeable black metal sections the drum production on this album is lacking like though everything sounds great it doesn't sound as strong as the previous album everything sounds really big and powerful but when it goes black metal you can like the you can kind of tell the snare is there you you don't feel it at all Mm -hmm. it feels flimsy and it's mostly just another wall of noise so like the the where it should be really satisfying you hear this really speedy crack 
uh, of the blasting, it's it's just more like thumping than anything mm-hmm. else. Uh, so it does take some of that stuff away from me, even though I do like the song ordeal a lot. Um, and then the the closer um, was it uh, momentum monumentum rather uh, monumentum uh, really cool western sounding guitars really dirgy. I think I may have had fatigue. It was yeah fatigue. It is cool regardless of the fatigue. That's no. I yeah. think I'm gonna like come back to that when I'm not listening to black metal, so I can yeah pick up. Because yeah, I was just like, uh, you're not you're not doing any. I think I was just so impressed by a failed exorcism. Yeah, that like everything after that, I was just. Like, and if the album ended there, it would have been much. <laughs> like, these are so long, so long. There, there, there are always at least one 15 minute song too long. I wish fucking I don't think Bandcamp lets you make playlists. I, really? I wish they would. Well, if you if you buy it on Bandcamp, you can just oh download it yeah, and then put eat, it whatever. Yeah, yeah I might do that because i would love to like make a playlist from these these albums and if you check that link in the description you'll find one we'll be right back so yeah, yeah. uh i think that's i think that's about it that's yeah. about yeah that's about it so i think it's getting better they're getting better but it, there's still some hiccups along the way but goddamn if you're if you're a fucking doom fanatic this is this is, this is incredible stuff uh but now we got two left, baby. Two oh, left. Yeah. Are, oh, we, yeah. are we gonna form like Voltron? What we're we gonna find we're out. We're gonna find out. But before we move on, uh, Tom noted he's like, it's like typo negative. If Peter still had a very sore throat, <laughs> and there are moments where I'm like, well, he does sound a little bit like Peter still doesn't know, he? a little bit, yeah. It, a lot of moments where I'm like, he sounds like Michael Giro too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of moments that honestly sound like typo negative. Check out that episode, by the way. Uh, it's very cool. It's obviously a lot more brutal, but still. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. So here we are. Next album. And we got a few quotes here from uh, some interviews. But this is uh, 2017's Exuvia. Exuvia, the forbidden one. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh joke for you. Damn, I never got into... Yeah, it's okay. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't. I already got into Magic the Gathering. I don't need. I don't need less, Yu-Gi-Oh. Less nerdy. Less nerdy than Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't. Li- By the way, I don't watch Yu-Gi-Oh. Just from my, I was a kid once. All right, go fuck yourselves. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it again. Okay, I'll watch it again. All card games are equally nerdy. Unless you're playing Yu-Gi-Oh with like the the, the fucking dual disc. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, dude! I just finished Inscription. Oh fuck yeah! Fucking, inc- I finished yesterday. I told you I was gonna finish it, and I didn't. You didn't? I ur- I implore you to. Okay. Because I I. I thought I was like, oh, just, all right. Once you get back into it, it keeps it keeps up the greatness. Yeah. It finds a way to keep up the greatness. It's more a reflection of, on me than the game. I stopped playing for like seven, eight months. There you go. Yeah. We're talking because this song takes a long time to start. But it's a uh, cool intro. Oh, yeah. but it's a fucking great intro. What a weird intro, though. I love it. Fucking female vocals are so unsettling. Also, I feel like in metal, you don't really have a song build like this. It's like. It's like they they move on to things, but I love this like 
still playing that like oh they are slow guitar. They are letting it simmer. Like off the top of my head, like Orion does it, and probably there's probably other songs, but it's not. Yeah, or just kind of lets it go for a long time. that one we got vocals though yep and that clean guitar is still there and it's yep. gonna stay there for a while It's like someone's pulling his stomach out of him. Yeah. By the way, the song is 15 minutes. <laughs> Shocker. Listen to three minutes of it. Oh, and now the drums sound fucking fat and juicy again. God damn. That's a fucking transition, but hell yeah, it is. Like, uh, and, this, and even though we listened to like f- fucking four minutes of it, it is not doing it justice. You got to hear all 15. Best, best personal, personal favorite. favorite. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Boom. 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 Dude. dude. <laughs> this <laughs> album fucking rips. A masterpiece. <laughs> it, it, it kind yeah. of is, yeah. I, I, because oh, I didn't love anything from start to finish. I love this album. Start to finish. Start to finish. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. This is a like black metal doom masterpiece. Like, yeah. I was so blown away by how much I love this album, dude. Some songs here I still think about that I I, I can't help but, and they're long songs. They're all such long songs, but everything, nothing feels. Uh, even though this is a, a lengthy album, like the rest, you want everything on here you the know, way it is. You know what? I regret we didn't play that song longer. Because we were like right on the cusp of put it, baby, put it. So going back just like a minute forward, who plays a drum beat like this on a metal album? You still got the blasting, but like the 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 accents, the accents are different. Yeah, like also this rip is beautiful. Oh man, we're just gonna review it so good with it playing in the back. Oh, the synths are so well done. They're unsettling. Yeah, and yeah, um, it's all, it's all very pretty too. Even the, even though it is extremely depressing and really brutal. And then yeah, what it like? I guess there's. Uh, a theme or some influence of like Eskimos or Native American indigenous people. Yeah. Um, Something cold, I, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, there was a lot of Native American vocals on here too. Or yes. like sections. And by the way, those, um, I'm forgetting which songs they're on. There's a couple of them, but they, they, it's brilliant because you, we've heard plenty of times in rock music, like some Native American chants and, and whatever. Usually it's done more for like an intro or an outro. Or something like that where you hear the element and then all of a sudden it feels like, okay, now this is a Native American section. Here, it doesn't feel like it's an out of out of place. It doesn't feel like mm-hmm. it's a, a thing take from, taken from someone else and put it 
in the middle of this this heavy context, it feels just it's, as creepy and unsettling as in as ingrained as everything else here. Yes, this is uh, this is if you want to pair this with a movie, perfect with the new Predator movie, Prey. Ooh, I've not seen it. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. Right. It's fun. All right, I had a good time. Uh, this is a uh, like basically him, uh, Milan involved like not maybe not fully evolved. But basically, in terms of uh, cohesive songwriting standards, this is brilliant because it's not just there, there's no more focusing on more doom or more black. It's just this whole new thing that he has now. It's his whole new. It's all him. It's his whole new style. It's a whole. Sure, if you if you don't know extreme metal or you're not into brutal music, it'll all sound the same to you. But this is. It's all the elements. It's all the pre-elements. It's all this this weird little indie elements where it's like that's an indie riff but played like black metal. All of that combined with just brilliant production and really crazy performances. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, like yeah, even some on track three. Is it Mayor? Uh, Meyer Mayor. It's how's it spelled? M A E R E. Yeah. Um, that song fucking rips. It's, Holy shit. It's so good. And yeah, it's more gothy. Yep. Uh, but it's still crushing. It's still brutal. It's hideous and wonderful. Those The synths on that song are, are expertly done. It, the whole 11 minutes just flies by. Oh, uh, you know what? This is still a long album, but there's no filler track. Exactly. Exactly. There was that. Sure, the songs, the shortest song on here is 8 minutes 51 seconds. No, sorry, 7 minutes 45 seconds. Getting real short there. But there, there's no nothing feels unnecessary, even though it is long and you can make the argument that a lot of it is unnecessary if you're not into it. But yes, this is a like cohesive vision. Um, my favorite song on the album and probably my favorite song of Ruins of Beverest, period, towards Malachia. Oh, oh my God, that song. That, that song dude. does things to me, dude. That song does things. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even try to sum that song up. I just like. That is so fucking good. It's a perfect and, song, really. And it does what you were talking about, bringing in the, everything, the, the Native the, American exactly. elements in there. That is like the the like. This doesn't strike me as a band that releases <laughs> singles, but if you were going to release a single, be, that, yeah, that's the one. A fucking nine minute single for sure. <laughs> but that one takes a lot of turn. I, I believe it's that song that it makes these changes on a dime, like really fast change. Or maybe that's Mayor. No, no, no. I think it's that song. Because mm-hmm. there's like a million different riffs and places that song goes, but the, the, it's all so abrupt, which is actually kind of uncommon with this band. He doesn't make too many abrupt changes. Usually, like, they all kind of flow into each other, but it, it works. It feels heavier. It feels yeah. more crunchy. Uh, and that's not even counting all the pretty parts, because, like, in the main riff, there is this ringy, clean guitar, really loud, ringy, clean guitar that's playing this nauseous, twisted-ass riff. And it plays, it repeats like a thousand times and it just gets embedded in your brain and it it, it feels great. It's a crazy riff. It's so cool. It's, it's funny how there was a lot of chanting on the previous album and then here it feels like the chanting is replaced with the riffs. Yeah. But yeah, I think this is like the best guitar playing and like the best drumming like drumming is pretty damn good there's so many like unique things throughout this album that i wasn't like prepared to hear in a something this crushing and brutal yeah yeah you're you're right about the guitar playing too like like there's um 
where is it? No, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking of something else. No, scratch that. Uh, but I was uh, looking at. Oh, of course, I can't pronounce it. Surter Barbar Maritime. <laughs> uh, track two. I think that that could be a contender for Mylon Vold's harshest vocals in that on that song. Yeah. Like, goddamn. And then, of course, it still has like the, the chanting stuff in there as well. Uh, that that God, seems like a good segue into oh, the... Oh, it's so good. But how he records his vocals. Well, so this is taken from... Uh, what interview is this taken from? Is Decibel? It, is it from Decibel? Uh, no, it's from no, uh, Bard, Bard Mythology. My bad. There is decibel. <clears throat> there is one somewhere in here. Later on, yeah. yeah. Uh, but this is from from Alexander. He says the recording was divided into two sessions. Rhythm guitars, drums, and bass were tracked in Bavaria, completely sober, whereas the one in Berlin, where I recorded vocals and various sound experiments, deteriorated into a uh, well physical and mental debauchery. Quite frankly, sleazy, if I may say so. Says I drink a lot before recording vocals. The voice of the band's unearthly, inhumane, and threatening element. The music experience is enormously intense for me when receiving it intoxicated, and I find it essential to harness this energy in my work. <laughs> Furthermore, <laughs> I really enjoy the feeling of next day listening without detailed memories of performing the vocals. That's actually a really good idea. I like that. For certain people, for some people. No, I like it's good to hear it fresh without like having any like yeah. but also getting super hammered and black it isn't ideally the, the way to record vocal tracks. Unless it's I mean these kinds of vocals where it's just bleh. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I suppose yeah. Uh and then he talks a little bit about the about the the, the lyrical themes. I, I mean the lyrics I thought they were going to be way more Satan-y and devil-y. They're not. They're more like like folklore and, and um, mythology. Which, which makes it makes sense if you see the, the album cover, too. Yeah. Just a very like cohesive vision here. Yeah, he does it for like the next album as well. I mean, there's only albums that I've read anything that he said about it. But uh, And then you mentioned this at the, at the very top uh, with his relationship with black metal in general on the scene. Because I read the I read these after I listened to the albums, and then I was like, "Yeah, I I agree with this guy like wholeheartedly." He says, uh, "Everyone in the ahem contemporary scene always complains about the current state of affairs. Uh, by nine by ninety five, they said the movement had followed Euronymous to the grave. Yet those declaring black metal dead kept on playing and supporting <laughs> it." By the turn of the millennium, it had apparently died again. This time in the late 90s when it became a common part of heavy metal and lost its radicalisms. All the while, the ones issuing death notices and proclaiming good riddance were the ones keeping it alive. Even I was going on like this in the first decade of the, the 2000s after certain bands who tried reestablishing black metal to what it was during the early 90s had failed. They obviously never understood what it was like back then because this was never a romping ground for frustrated little snots shocking their parents with Nazi battle. <laughs> uh, no, and no, nobody will ever succeed in evoking the Dark Throne and Mayhem spirit by hitting record on a ghetto blaster and recording uninspired power chord bullshit with Satan lyrics and drum computers. That's the, great, it. that's the greatest thing anyone's ever said about black metal and why it should like... Well, he didn't really say like should progress and evolve, but based, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Why would you try to recreate a, a, a moment in history? History is the definition of history, it, it had happened, yes, therefore, move forward, yes. You don't even have a choice, you are moving forward, <laughs> idiot. Just ride the wave, yeah. Uh, but he talks a little bit about his mental health in the same interview, um, which is man, he, 
he says, I'm not a particularly depressive or sick minded person. I find it a bit cliched and doubtful how many artists draw inspiration from seemingly endless angst and all manner of private hells endure. Yet his music is some of the most <laughs> upsetting <laughs> and dark. Uh, the foul, the, you mean the guy who wrote the album, The Foulest Seaman, said that? <laughs> Apparently. Uh, but. Let's see oh, what else am I seeing here? Yeah, other than that, like he seems like a pretty level-headed, normal dude. Uh, even like he, he even makes a good point here that like a lot of that really dark inspiration from hard lives or whatever, it doesn't necessarily lead to good ideas. Mm-hmm. It it leads to passion ideas. It doesn't always lead to good ideas. I guess that's yes. a good point. Uh, but in the case of this album, whether or not he had uh mental anguish making it or not, it's fucking incredible, and uh. I was having trouble at first. I was like, is this the best? I don't know if this is the best. And then going back, I was like, this is so good. So good. It gets better on multiple listens. This is yeah, so I, crazy. I like, I was like, I was like, there's no way the next album is going to be better than this. I apologize for building that up in my head, but <laughs> I yeah. also enjoyed the next album no the next album is, is wild is is second place but it's not it's not a far second at least not to me well it's not it's not super close but uh it's it's still awesome here we go baby here's the last album this came out 2021 this is the thule grimoires <laughs> Very cool, starting off like almost more electronic. This is the this basically the intro of uh, fucking Evil Empire from Rage. <laughs> <laughs> now I can hear like Tom Morello, like scratchy guitar. God, like, now that no, I don't want that. him in here. Get him out of here. <laughs> you would make it a cartoon. You'd make this band a cartoon. <laughs> so this is a little bit of shorter shorter intro is uh, only 12 minutes man this is a good fucking riff it just takes a while it does i i also like that he's this like not content staying in one spot it seems how so like it seems to be like there is an effort to make each album different yeah yeah for sure um i just saw the the i hesitate to call it a documentary but the new bowie movie moon age daydream and they play an interview where he talks about um how he likes to creatively he gets he compared it to being in the ocean creatively he gets to a place where he feels like he has both feet planted on the floor and he likes to push himself where he feels like he can barely touch and he's like that's when i record interesting and i kind of get a similar similar thing from this dude obviously sounds nothing like bowie nothing kind of like the same mentality it feels like yeah God damn, I love I like this a lot. This is full black. This is the black metal I like. Also, yeah, just having those like ringing chords, yeah, it just makes it more unique and sets you apart from all the other blasting. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Also gives you more to hold on to. Music-wise. Yeah. Alright, so this is a long song like all the others, and things ease after a while. Uh, in a very post-metal kind of way, almost ISIS-like. Dude, this this album <laughs> fucking fu- rules. It's fucking wild, too. I th- I, w- I listened to the this one and the last one back to back, and I was like, I have no idea which one I like more. This these are, they're both so fucking good. I needed to take like, some time. They're they're so different. They're, yeah, they're to very me, different. That I, I knew I liked uh, Exuvia yeah, better. Yeah, but this is. Man, what what a crazy fucking journey this one takes you on, dude. He's a he's singing now. Yeah, I mean, you didn't hear it in that song, but boy, is he singing now. Um, like on Cormac Neil. Oh, oh yeah, Crom Crom Cromlech 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 Neil. Like he does like the inverse of Deaf Heaven, where he does like shoegaze over the black metal. Yeah. yeah. And but not in a way that's like overtly shoegaze. No, no, it still feels really bitter and dark in black metalist. And then let me tell you, the clean. By the way, his clean vocals really do remind me of Typo Negative. Like on this album oh, yeah, specifically. Yeah. No, they're less goofy here than on, I think. They're more goofy. They're one of the things yeah. I don't like about the album. Let me tell you something. What I had quite the epiphany during Anchorus and Furs. Uh, uh, first of all, really nailed the in first part because. I hear that. I think Velvet Underground, Venus in first. Um, so very much nailed that, like almost psychedelic, yeah, yeah. Uh, vibe. And there's there's something very '90s about this album, really. Like I don't know, you were probably immune to it because, but there was this huge group called Enigma. Oh, no, I don't know the Enigma. Also from the 90s. And it was like this new age electronica music. Uh-huh. And I thought about them during this song. Oh, boy. And I was just like, that's funny. They're also from Germany. I wonder if he's a fan. Of the Enigma? Of Enigma. Oh, Enigma. I was like, calling it the no, Enigma. No, no, Enigma. Sorry. I like the Enigma better. That's a, that's a better name. Um, But also, out of curiosity, I just started looking them up. They have very metal album covers. Interesting. So I'm like, what a, this, what a weird, weird, unintentional connection, maybe. Yeah, interesting. For, for people who know that band and remember the, the commercials of like that new agey. That sounds awful, but there's there people watching this know that. Oh, they they, they yeah. know what you're talking about. Dude, there were like compilation like compilation album commercials if you're old enough to remember those. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. where you get like they, they play the snippets and yeah, it's like these these people and like uh it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. <laughs> I digress, but I very much got that energy from Holy shit. from this uh, particularly that song. I d- that song, I think, is the only moment in the entire album where I'm like, ah, right, it's not flawless because because of the sung vocals there. I it was just so bonkers to me that I have to I have to give it up. <laughs> it's still a good song, especially I do like those fucking Xena female warrior. Like, oh hell yeah! Yeah, in the in the, in the beginning, uh, I mean he doesn't like. Not, I'm sure it's not him doing it, but they, they do recur a few times, but they always sound pretty cool. Um, the Tundra Shines, which is the second track, it it's fucking, it, it's like a happy riff. It's a I happy riff. Initially didn't like that song. But, I think it rips. But let me, no, around the five minute, mm-hmm. five minute, 30, 
Sprung, yeah, six minutes. Yeah, dude, sold me. Fucking sold me. rule, super cathartic and, and anthemic. Yeah, uh, and I also the drums on that one are really interesting, super rhythmic. Way more, oh yeah, yeah. You get like the uh, almost like a military snare roll yeah. on that song. Um, but this is that's a, also a good example of what I don't like about this, the vo- the sung vocals on this album. There's almost like a a, a disturbingly little amount of reverb on his vocals. Mm. Like they're so clear and upfront and, and like, like as a He's focal point. So good with the flanger aquatic vocals on the previous album. Yeah, it's two. It's previous albums. So yeah, I don't like knowing it's a real guy making this music. Like I like being. Thinking it's this fucking he's, this he's ethereal not, yeah. monster thing. Yeah, he this guy's straight out of Bloodborne. He really is. And yeah. some of the music is too. Uh but still How you some f- of this is like the best writing he's ever done. Like some of these they're so well done. I think um I saw one of the songs on here. I was like, I think that's one of my favorite album type or song titles. Mammothopolis. Oh mammoth yeah, ma- uh, mammothpolis. Which is mammoth fu- mammothpolis. Mam- yeah. I don't know if it's meant to think about mammoths um ironically it's not crushing and brutal no like you it's would, it's like it's electronic yeah it's it's very cool it's very, very fucking cool very Unlike unique anything they've ever done before it fucking rules again going back to that enigma <laughs> i ben i wish i knew the reference i'm also glad i don't know the reference i'm gonna no i after this i'm gonna find their song <laughs> their most well-known song and you probably won't know it but i'm gonna play it for you anyways uh polar hiss hysteria Probably, I think, has the beefiest and best sounding bass on any of these albums. That song blew me away how epic it was. And it's one of his shorter songs. It's unbelievable how short seven minutes feels. This man doesn't have to write 15 minute songs. He can do it. He can do it in like seven. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. It it shouldn't be. It shouldn't fly by like that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's yeah but, again it puts you in this its own time frame it puts you in its own like universe but that's why these two albums are the best because they just fucking they're yeah they're fu- so damn good I'm, I'm bummed i didn't hear it uh last year because it would it would have made my list yeah uh so fucking good uh who did who did what is it um matthias landis worked on this so he uh he also worked on apparently tryptocons uh 2019 rover content a concert which tom is a big fan big so, fan of i need yeah i need to check that out because i like that band also check out our celtic frost celtic frost episode. hell yeah uh and so, probot and probot uh so i guess there was a so I, maybe someone suggested at some point that he had uh, other musicians playing this record uh that is not true he says uh, we were thinking about some session instrumentalists and vocalists indeed, but because of logistic issues coming along with the pandemic, that couldn't happen. So I performed everything myself as always before with some contribution from Michael Zek, um, who's been a producer for like the longest mm-hmm. um, uh, on guitar effects and arrangements on ropes into Eden and mammoth, mammoth polis, mammoth polis. Uh, And then, yeah, then he goes into a lot of uh, like the, the concepts, concepts behind it. It's very, uh, I don't know, inspired by Greek mythology. And there's like a lot of, is that Greek mythology? Uh, there's a lot of stuff. It's a whole yeah. concept. It's a whole fantasy. We're not going to jump into it. It's neat if you want to, if you want to do that, but uh, it's fucking crazy. And, and honestly, even th- no, the last album is still so fucking good. Xavier is just so fucking good. It would yeah. still be the best, but I would have had a lot more trouble choosing between the two. If it weren't for these vocals, 
Like really? the song vocals really dragged it down. Like they're good. He sounds fine, but it made me like again, it made me remember that it's a guy playing this music. Where the last time I was just zoned out in this universe. He's just, some like ethereal Lovecraft yep, monster. Yep, he's Azatoth. He's something like yeah, that. Yeah. He's formless. <laughs> but when I hear a dude singing, I'm like, ah, that's just a guy singing. Still I, amazing album. I think it was so like so bonkers and like at this point in his career like i'm just like all for whatever he does honestly and even despite that this is the most advanced thing he's done it's the most diverse thing it is he is getting better and better i think the writing is like it's fucking on par with the last one if not like a little bit more jam-packed because it, it is more unpredictable yeah and even though history says his next album's probably gonna be a few years out uh whenever it drops i'm gonna be fucking ecstatic for hell that. yes uh by the end of this i was only left with this guy's the real deal yeah homeboy yeah. can do it if i if i see this guy if i see this guy comes to los angeles Ooh. i'm there fucking there what was the last time he tour to anything it does he tour i don't even know he no yeah i've seen i saw live clips on youtube there it is that he He plays live shows good there we go 100 percent does play in america (laughs) come on uh all right well anyway we made it to the very end holy shit that was fun uh let's do do a little recap um so let me pull this and this is a recap for both of us because we have the exact same picks yes worst least favorite rain upon the impure this awful sounding the uh, worst sounding album that we've covered on this podcast probably like in terms of sheer production i don't think we we've ever covered anything like that there's no there's had to be like punk album nope no because here's the thing i listened to punk for so long i i've grown accustomed to like the shitty sound but I never had to to focus to hear what the riff was because it was so bad. I feel like that's Mike's area of expertise. He's he has final say on that. It's so bad. And then best personal favorite, Exuvia. It is a like metal masterpiece that like if you're still with us, like bless your heart and or not because this is a metal evil yeah. episode, yeah. but like. Please listen to that album if you like heavy music. Like, yeah, that's the one. I don't know why people aren't talking about it more. It's insane. This is why you can't trust lists. You can only trust two schmucks who get suggestions from people who pay them. That was the other nice thing about this album or this band is kind of like just walking in on a blank slate. Yep. There's no expectations. Uh, it's just whatever, whatever I feel like. Yep. Yep. And uh, while I did feel this, this band did make me feel emotionally awful at certain points that made me appreciate it even more. It made me feel shit, man. Made me feel shit. Goddamn. So thank you so much. Fresh memes, Mr. Memes. Thank you for suggesting this. And uh, well, look at that. We're a little bit, we're a little bit more rich because of this. Yes. Yes. What a lovely. And that's part of why we started it. It really, really is. Forget sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. Goddamn. So thank you so much for listening and watching and hanging out with us. If you're still here, you're a goddamn soldier. So thanks for that. Uh, subscribe if, if you like. Like the video if you like it. Talk shit in the comments. Leave your picture best and worst if you also know this band. Like, there's got to be someone. Uh, if you found us and you're new and you've never heard of us and it's because of this band, you're the people we want. God damn it. Uh, you could also uh, find the full uh, Ruins of Beverest playlist link in the description you got a place associated with most episodes and you can find all those at every every album ever.com 
don't forget to join the Patreon, everybody. Patreon.com slash every album ever. Bonus episodes, early access to our loose ends episodes, discounts off merch. You get to uh, see our schedule in advance. You get to vote on all the polls to decide who we cover next. You get to join our Discord and hanging out with our little community there, as well as suggest uh, brand new albums that came out this year for us to discuss on our shorter episodes. And if you're tier two, just like fresh memes over here, then you can suggest this, these bigger, longer, full discography episodes. It's the only way we'll do it from now on. And it's been that way for the past year at this point. Uh, yeah. So you can follow me on all social media at Pander Monkey. You can follow Alex on Instagram. At Mother Puncture. Hell yes. Don't forget to check out my debut EP, Pander Monkey. You can find a link to that in the description. And lastly, but not leastly, our history guy, Tom Osmond. You can find him on all not all social media, just, just Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Tom Osmond Sounds, as well as his Substack, TomOsmond.substack.com, where he writes about music and his music, his debut album, So Much for All in a Day's Work, which you can find a link to in the description as well as every, 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 every. All right. We done. We wrapping it up. What's going to be? Pale Wolves. Which one's that? <laughs> I didn't even. Did we even talk about that song? I thought you said it was your favorite. Oh no! The, the following track is the is my favorite. Oh, let's do that. Whatever. I don't care any track from that. Fucking <laughs> 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 any track. That's how good that is. Hell yeah! So this is towards Tor- Malakia. Fuck yeah! So uh, thank you so much for listening and watching. See ya. <laughs>